Hello and welcome to another Lakeside Reflections here at Heavenward Thinking. Today we're going to talk about Luke chapter 8 verses 26 through 39. So I'm going to read that and then we'll get right into our conversation today. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. So Garrett, as we look at this uh, familiar passage in Scripture, what strikes you as really important for our viewers to understand? Uh, I think... One of the most important things is to show the the power and the authority of of Jesus as as the Son of God, uh, and this is interesting. And, and this is one of his miracles in which there were uh, multiple demons in, in in this person in 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 Legion, and and I think it's interesting that they uh, they begged not for him not to order them into the abyss. And Jesus actually assuaged that. He didn't send him in the abyss. He, he, the, and they requested to go on the pigs and Jesus said, okay, and, um, off, you know, in, in into the ocean. And, and that's, cor- that's sort of a nod, I think, to, to revelation. And what we know at the end of the story is it, it wasn't, it wasn't time for the demons to go into the abyss, but they mm. knew. They knew that was their final destination. They didn't, Christ knew that it wasn't time to send them to the abyss, but they thought, okay, this, you know, this might be it. This, mm. they knew this is, this is the guy that's eventually going to do it. Um, but Christ demonstrated his power and he said, uh, no, it's, it's, it's not time yet. Absolutely. Yeah. It really shows Jesus's amazing authority as the son of God. It shows, uh, as we've talked about here on the show multiple times, that Jesus was fully human and fully God. This really uh, shows that in a powerful way, and it shows his authority over uh, creation and over uh, even the demonic. He was able to command them out, uh, the whole legion. And it it's definitely had an effect on the people who are watching because they are terrified, it looks like, at the end of this section. They all, they all came and asked Jesus. It says all of them from the whole region came and asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear, uh, which is a crazy response to something that 
should have uh, sparked joy and, and thanksgiving. Instead, it sparked fear, but just shows how uh, awe-inspiring this was, what Jesus was doing. This wasn't just something that happened every day that someone came and cast out demons. This was something totally different, something they hadn't seen, uh, and it really showed his authority that God had given him as the Son of God. Yeah, and and I always thought that was odd too, their response of fear, right? Instead of awe, instead of recognition of, of who this is. And I've always wondered, like, what was their fear? I mean, obviously they knew he had some 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 great power one way or the other and maybe their line of thought was kind of like the pharisees although i don't think the pharisees really believed in their heart that jesus was casting out demons in the name of of the devil i think they were just trying to like play that idea up but maybe these people had some of that but also maybe it could have been their own selfishness maybe they were just kind of looking out for the rest of the pigs on the island they didn't want to lose <laughs> they, they saw that somebody somebody lost a certain amount of their herd and they're like well let's get him out of here before he finds my herd <laughs> yeah uh, it could have been selfishness yeah and, and, and i'm not sure on that i think another interesting thing that comes out of this passage is is this is one of the miracles where he uh, he tells the person that he performed the miracle for this this poor man that he restored to go return home and tell how much God has done. Where you see some of his early miracles, he actually did the opposite. He said, mm. "You know, keep 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 this under wraps." So I think that's just interesting. I don't know how to like how to break that out of there in 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 reason with that passage. I just I just think it's interesting. Yeah, I've always found that interesting when we look at the miracles that Jesus did uh, throughout Luke or any of the Gospels. It's really fascinating to see when Jesus tells certain people, you can go and tell, go tell people, you know, tell everyone what, what God's done for you. And then there's the passages like you mentioned where Jesus says, don't tell anyone and where he will strictly warn people, don't, don't tell anyone yet. It's not the time for people to know. Uh, and, and it's fascinating to see that sometimes it doesn't seem to like make sense with a, like an order of why, why this person can and why this person can't. And uh, often the people he says not to do it disobey him and, and do, yeah, it anyway. do it anyways which yeah. you know like you know the, the the sovereignty of god like he it's not like jesus didn't know that they were going to disobey him but then he still you know he he, he gave that anyway yeah and, and this the only thing that i could think is that you know he he probably knows that and, and i think if you read through i've never found another place where christ actually goes in person to this to this area maybe he wanted that man that he restored to kind of be um not necessarily an, an apostle but sort of a by proxy disciple yeah or like kind of a missionary maybe to that right. area yep. yeah missionary i guess is sure. the best term yeah that could definitely be a reason and it's just it's important to look at these fine details uh, that's what we're trying to do pull out some some thoughts and and key ideas in these passages that maybe we skip over maybe we don't fully understand as christians uh, but they're really relevant to us as christians understand what, what is going on in the story? What's important about it? Why is it important to me? Uh, because we know that all of Scripture is relevant for us and, and can teach us. Uh, it's really important that we dig into these uh, different passages that we tend to glance over. Uh, and this one is certainly one that we, d we don't spend a ton of time uh, teaching on or really uh, diving into. What else can you find uh, in this passage that really is important for application for, for Christians today? Oh, man, in terms of application, I mean, we see this as just a demonstration of Christ's power and, and authority over, um, you know, forces are that, that, that can lead us astray, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm not, um, 
you know, of the charismatic Pentecostal stripe. I, I don't think necessarily that most Christians living today can use the Holy Spirit like Jesus used the Holy Spirit and the early um, apostles used the Holy Spirit. But I do think, um, you know, even though uh, those gifts, I think, have, have largely ceased, we do see the power of Christ in in sanctification in mm. our lives, you know, in some of us have come from some pretty dark places um, before our hearts were changed. And, and it doesn't always, um, uh, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't always seem like it's possible in, mm. until it actually happens, you mm. know? So, so I guess what we can take from this is like, don't give up on the worst of sinners or the hardest case you see out there. Like Christ has the power to change. Uh, let's take, Kathy Hochul's heart, for example, you can look at her right now and her fruit is rotten to the core. Mm. And you might even say that she's demon possessed. Um, I think as Christians, we have to say she, she and anyone else on this world is, is not beyond the hope of salvation. Mm. Amen. Yeah. I think that's, that's encouraging for our viewers. Maybe they're in that spot where that, where they think they're beyond any hope and it, maybe they're not in that spot. Maybe they're in a spot where, like you said, the people around them are, we tend to want to give up on people. We think they're a lost cause. Uh, and certainly we can look at elected, elected officials or public people where we, we see their fruit very obvious, but it may be even more personal than that. It might be a family member or a friend that, uh, or just hoping we'll get on the right track, but we, we don't think it's ever going to happen because it doesn't seem to be happening. And yet we see in this story, uh, it, it goes into great detail of what this guy had done, that he had been chained hand and foot, and yet he had constantly been driven to solitary places and broken his chains because of the demons inside him. And and so uh, people may have really dark pasts, as you mentioned. They may have a lot of struggles they're going through, uh, and yet they're never beyond the reach of Jesus. They're never beyond that a miraculous reach of Jesus where he comes and transforms lives uh, from the inside uh, and totally transforms human beings. Uh, that's what he does. Uh, that's what he did here uh, and what he continues to do today. So uh, for Christians, uh, we just need to make sure that we're shining that light of Christ so that other people can see and encounter Jesus and that they'll be changed by Jesus. And, and so that would be my challenge for them this week as we uh, try to apply this passage to an everyday life. What would be like a last thought or a summary statement for this uh, this story? Um, I think you nailed it, Timothy. And, and we have to bring it home to our own lives. Um, think about uh, the worst sinner you know, not not a celebrity, um, just someone in your life that you care about that's that's not saved um, and might be in a in a really dark spot right now. And you've you've maybe in your heart had had those moments where you think um, it's just not going to happen. Just just pray into that person and um, realize that that Christ does that. And that's how he demonstrates his his glory sometimes by taking those people that everyone else in the world has has given up on and, and think thinks that they're beyond redemption and and he pulls them out of there and and he shines them up and he he restores them to to perfect holiness through him amen absolutely and he uses those people then to do incredible things uh incredible work in the kingdom of god just like this guy he immediately unleashed him totally transformed man to go and proclaim what god has done for him and that's the same thing jesus wants each one of us to do and he changes our lives he wants us to go uh, and 
proclaim him to other people, to reach the lost for Jesus Christ, for God's glory. So I would challenge you, really consider this passage. Pray about it. It's how God can lead you to be a witness to other people, to shine that light of Christ that will then transform those around you. So we encourage you to do that this week, and then join us next week for another Lakeside Reflections here at Heavenward Thinking.